0: It's me, Sean Capri. I'm glad you're here cuz you're listening to the most horse powerful podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend Ryan Turpin, he's the weatherman on the moose and on our journey today. Uh we've got stuff to about extra life to talk about actually. And Forza horizon turns 10. That's a great pun that Ryan made up, so let's jump on in to the Xbox Drive. Oh,
1: Greater than X.
0: Forza Horizon turns 10. Ryan, you clever son of a gun. What a great title for this episode. How are you doing, my friend?
1: I mean, I'm not gonna lie, Sean, I'm dying a little bit inside because during the intro, you were doing these like kung fu kind of moves. It's and my it's
0: my Keanu Reeves. Like he kind of just does like the
1: Well, perf- the, the, the reason I'm dying inside, Sean, is because last night I watched the hit movie. Halloween Resurrection, starring <laughs> Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks. And in the movie, um, Busta Rhymes's character is like the, the, the head of this like reality TV show that's trying to scare a bunch of teenagers in this house. And they go to the Michael Myers house to go investigate. Um, and he's like a Kung Fu enthusiast. He watches a bunch of, you know, Jackie Chan movies and stuff. So when it's time to fight Michael Myers, of course buster rhymes breaks out the kung fu heck yeah to fight michael myers in one of the most like egregious like moments in film history and it's it's awful in all the best ways possible amazing so that's exactly what you were just reminding me of sean of buster rhymes doing kung fu nobody's tried Halloween it yet
0: everybody's tried everything else against michael myers who's got kung fu against them maybe maybe that's true mm-hmm <laughs> spoiler alert it didn't work didn't work didn't do anything. <laughs> can't judo Good. chop michael myers you,
1: you can judo chop him all you want but he just he just keeps going he just that needs to be a fighting game
0: through. that means it needs to be the next smash game i know all the all the horror and 80s you know properties have their um the, the run away from the killer kind of games i don't even know what you call yeah. those the asymmetrical multiplayer things yeah but, you know, we need a fighting game with all the, the hack and slashers. Well, I'm glad that you brought it up, Sean, because oh,
1: Mortal Kombat 10 has exactly Michael what Myers in it. Oh, there you go. Along, that's right. along with Jason. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you have okay. two of the the three horror icons right there. It's only a shame that they couldn't bring Freddy back again because Freddy was in Mortal Kombat 9. Because mm. um, then you could have had the three of them fighting each other. That's all you need. Back in. Nice. All right. Cuz yeah, well, cuz hey. like cuz Mortal Kombat 10's DLC theme was horror characters and then from the 80s and then uh, Mortal Kombat 11 did just 80s action characters. So that's where we got you right. know the Terminator, Terminator. And, versus Rambo versus a bunch of different, you know, 80s It's all coming characters.
0: back to me now. Just like Celine oh. Dion
1: coming back to you now but how are you sean now that i've told you how
0: i'm feeling uh i'm feeling good man i'm feeling really good we did um our second episode of the nintendo drive last night and it's it's kind of we're settling in we got a new show it's a new format new co-host it's all it's all nice man i've got my drinks i've got uh, you know why don't i tell you about the weather how about i could talk to you about it's you could you could do you even know what the weather is
1: outside your place
0: no idea i have i've been i've been in my, my basement since this morning i have no clue what it's well, like I'll outside. tell you what, Sean, it's a brisk
1: 18 degrees here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, you know, it's slightly cloudy outside with about a 40% chance of precipitation this afternoon, you know, uh, but who knows? Maybe it'll part throughout the day, but, you know, going down to seven degrees tonight, Sean.
0: Ryan, great. I went to the bookstore and I bought a bunch of magazines, one of them that I will reference basically... For the next 100 weeks or so, I'm sure. Uh, one of them is 100 video games that you need to play before you die. Which I think is kind of dark. But I get what yeah. they're going at. Like It's kind of like a bucket list here. You and I off-air just went through a few of these. Starcraft, not on here. Wave Race, not on here. Also, you know what else isn't on here? Just so you know, mm-hmm. Kevin Ainsworth and, and crew. Banjo-Kazooie, not one of 100 games that you need to play before you die.
1: It's almost like you can just play uh, Super Mario sixty four, and then you never have to play Banjo Kazooie ever again. You're
0: good. You're good. So take that. Uh,
1: also, I, again, I don't know how much credit I can give that magazine because they told you you need to play Command and Conquer, but not Star. I know, Craft right?
0: I just discredit it, and then I say that Banjo isn't in there. So maybe I'm. Maybe that's all you need to know about it. Maybe that's all you need I'm to know. Deeking out maybe about my Sean magazines, just actually man. Hate- Maybe Sean just hates Banjo.
1: Who knows?
0: I but actually don't. I, it's just fun to, like, I, I like. I, I have no strong feelings against it one way or another, but it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun thing we For got sure. going on right now. Anyways,
1: Sean, I should get the show back on track because we got to clean the garage a little bit. So folks at home, if you want to support the show, there's a number of awesome ways to do that. Number one, if you're watching the live stream right now over at youtube.com slash Carpool Gaming, or if you're watching the video on demand later, don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel and then ding, 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 ring that bell to be notified whenever we go live or whenever we put up a new video, like all the reviews that I did this week. Because I did reviews for Valkyrie Leasm and the Dealful Chronicle. So you go check those out on the, the the YouTubes as well. Um also, if you're listening on audio feeds, don't forget to subscribe to us there. And don't forget to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you're listening on those platforms. If you want some this show and some of our other shows a little bit early or some exclusive content, head on over to Patreon, patreon.com/slash carpal gaming. Fill a little tip in the little tip jar and outcomes content. Just like Anna Hudak did. Yeah. So thank you Anna, for, for joining the, the Patreon. Um, And then uh, also, if you want an Xbox Drive t-shirt or any other Carpal Gaming merchandise, head over, over to our merch store. Bit.ly slash CPG merch. And then last but not least, Sean, you know, we got to talk about this one. Extra Life is 24 days away oh. from the day we were recording this. So November 4th, uh, no November 5th, I think. Yep. Right. Yeah. Rome, New York. The Saturday, 25 straight hours. Um, from 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. again. Um, Sean's gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. Other people are gonna be there. But Sean, um, we we can finally start talking about prizes and other things. So hit me with those sweet details.
0: Right I'm now. gonna start off with the other things, Ryan. I don't know if you're as excited about this than I am, but we have secured a couch. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) We have like a gigantic couch that we're going to be playing on. It looks super comfy. There's like a rental place nearby that we're going to get a couch and a 50-inch TV. And I just want to say this. This isn't on on the page yet that I'm going to be directing people to in a second. We will have donation challenges to cram as many people onto this couch as humanly possible. And I am so looking forward to that, mainly just so that I can sit on Joseph Moran from the trophy room. Just like we're going to stomp all over them in the, in the fantasy critic league. But I'm excited about that. Thanks to Lee Navarro, who's really leading the charge on this and and dealing with a lot of us crazy content creators who are all descending upon Rome, New York. We're going to be there. The Nintendo dads are going to be there. The Nintendo pals are going to be there. The Nintendo brothers and sisters and whoever the heck else, the whole like Nintendo family. Um, they're all going to be there. But us specifically, Carpool Gaming, we are teaming up. We are joining forces with Mr. Badbit, Mr. K-Step from the trophy room and the crew over at Save the Game Media. We're going to try and raise maybe 1,000. No, maybe 2,000, maybe $5,000, Ryan. That we got an ambitious goal, but the three of us together with our forces combined, we are the megazord of extra life fundraisers. We're going to do it. And a couple things. We've got great prizes, which I'll get to in a second, but a very good friend of mine, very good friend of the community, leader of the backtrackers. Um, well, co-leader, I should say, along with, with Delroy. Marcus O'Neill, um, ha, his his son is attending and going through many treatments and procedures at the Stollery Children's Hospital right here in Edmonton, Alberta. They call it Hotel Stollery. Uh, this kid is a fighter, man, and he's he's just an absolute inspiration. We are dedicating our fundraising effort in honor of of miles and all the work that's being done with him and for him at the hospital this is what extra life is all about we get really excited about the video games we get really excited about rome new york and touching each other and all that other weird stuff but really at the end of the day we are here to raise money for sick kids across children's miracle network hospitals across canada and the u.s and i think that might be it uh, but we're dedicating yep. this year. Our efforts are are we're, we're thinking of miles the entire time. So um, a really important reason why people might want to consider donating to our page, which you can find at extra dash dot org slash participant slash get this save the carpool trophy. All of us combined in one place, which I'm so excited about. Ryan, the last thing, prizes. We of got course. prizes. OK, about 24 hours things. ago. The number one prize on the page was we've got Game Pass. Of course, we have Game Pass. We're gonna give. We gave away Game Pass last year. We're giving away Game Pass this year. That's great. Um, but just this morning, Mister Badbit of the Trophy Room, as um, a questionable a human being as he can be at times, has really stepped up. And our number one prize right now is a copy or a I guess a delivery. It's a big box. It's gonna be like this. God of War Ragnarok but- Collector's Edition, valued at two hundred dollars, will be given away. And the way that you can Mm -hmm. win is donate at extra-life.org slash participant slash save the carpool trophy. Every $10 you donate gets you one entry into these. You're available. You're eligible for all the prizes and I'm stoked about it, man. There's more details on the page. People should definitely check it out. There's pictures of miles on there. Uh, We're going to continue to share his story and his journey. We're doing it all for him. That's all I got to say. Did I miss anything? No, that was very well said. First of all, Sean, I appreciate
1: you going through it, but Um, yeah, and not only that, too, speaking of prizes, we have prizes, but then also Phoenix Overdrive has its own set of prizes, too, which, again, is all part of when you donate to us, you also donate to helping Phoenix Overdrive the team as well. Um, so that all kind of pools together in like a prize pool there. But also, you know, for someone at home who wants to get involved and maybe doesn't you know, can't donate or anything like that. But maybe wants to help the team or help children's hospitals in their own ways. Well, you can also join Extra Life as well just by going to extra-life.org, signing up and then joining Team Phoenix Overdrive with us. And then you can come help support uh, the team and, you know, pick your your children's hospital of choice um, that you want to help raise money for. And then, you know, play, do your own stream or just eat. a lot of people actually, again, don't even stream the 24 hours. They just play. That's right. The 24 hours and then fundraise with their friends, which I think is a perfectly good way of doing it, too. So there's a number of great ways to get involved with, even if you don't have, you know, bucks to toss to us specifically mm-hmm. for, you know, save the carpal
0: media. Ryan Ryan is going to disappear from the couch for a little bit and take part in a Magic the Gathering tournament. It's which true. is happening like you guys it's going to be amazing and i think or i'm going to try to do our best uh job of you know we're going to have a bunch of stuff on the stream obviously oh that's the one thing i forgot we are restreaming we're broadcasting to three places all at the same same place so the couch that we're we're playing from you can watch it at youtube.com slash carpool gaming you can watch it at twitch.tv slash ps trophy room or youtube.com slash save the game media so yeah we're it's an amazing partnership I, i i really feel proud when we're able to do this where we go who cares about the brands who cares about like who's top bill or whatever we're doing it for the kids we're doing it together this is the best way for us all to share the same place to donate uh our community trophy room community save the game media community while there's tremendous crossover uh we can still have everybody donate to the same place All have the chance for the great prizes and all for mr miles dude so very very cool it's coming up it's coming up absolutely and yeah we'll have more details about other things to talk about over
1: the next couple weeks as we get closer to the event but enough about all that sean it's time to grab our eight tracks pop them in it is time for the playlist and uh we got games, Sean. We got games we got to talk games. about. Do you want to start with Forza and then we can talk about uh, the game we both played together after that?
0: Yeah. I mean, just a quick update. Forza is uh, continuing to dominate my life. I'm actually at the point now where I'm like, I've got 15 minutes time for a daily. Like I'm, I'm just like, I'm jumping in, I'm jumping out. And I also love shout out to TPR and anybody else who's been messaging me saying like, I see you. I see you online. It's a weird thing, Ryan, to be noticed yep. what you're playing, because I guess it shows up on Discord or whatever. So it's not like you got to look too far. Forza is amazing. I'm stoked to talk about the news on that in just a second. And last week we jumped into Grounded. We said we were going to we do sure it. We sure did. We totally did it. I love this game. I really, I, this is, this is not a matter of like the game. It's more of a matter of time. Cause last week's adventure that we did and you can, people can go back and watch our playthrough here at youtube.com slash carpool gaming. Um, but we had Kevin who actually knew what he was doing. And then we have Dave Moore who would just get himself killed. Well, he somebody. was just hanging out in, in the, the lab. Well, Dave just night. does whatever he wants to do. You know, we're all just trying to go to bed and he's like, I want to yep. hang out in the lab. And then a giant spider shows up and ruins our day. So, you know, yeah. you got to pick your pick your teammates wisely. That's true. We did
1: spend like half an hour of that three hour stream just hiding from one giant spider. Yeah. That just wouldn't leave us alone.
0: Yep. Yeah, the game is the game is wonderful. Honestly, I I do want to jump into it a little bit more. It's tricky timing. Just I think I'm going to say that about pretty much every game that comes out between now and December 31st is tricky timing. So we'll see. But I had a great time playing it, It man. Yeah, same. I
1: actually really enjoyed it. I haven't gone back to it since since we played it that night. Um, But I kind of this is the type of game that I'd rather just play with friends. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Play by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And and to your point, Sean, about this being, you know, kind of a busy time for it. You know, I think it's tough to get a bunch of us together to play it. You know, at at the moment, Um, but I think there will be a time, either over the holidays or early next year, where I think maybe we jump back in.
0: I honestly think maybe Saturday, like you know, here at YouTube.com/slash Carpool Game, we dedicate Saturday nights for community. I think I'm feeling grounded maybe a little bit more than Splatoon, but I'm not sure. I kind of wanted to put that out there and see what kind of anger we get. And I yeah. I know it can be confusing to people when we change things up. I tried like we did Halo Saturdays for the longest time, primarily so that people just knew Saturday was Halo Day. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if I want to do Splatoon every single Saturday. I think I, I think grounded is like I'm not just saying this. I really like it. I, I think that that's maybe the only day that I can dedicate to that kind of thing. Tonight yeah. is Extra Life. Tonight I'm, 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 I'm working on Extra Life stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. so there's that.
1: But Although Sean, now I'm, I'm secretly, you know, listening in to hear if I hear like a doorbell ring at your house now that you said that for like, cause I'm expecting Chibi's just going to show up at your house and be like, I know she mean, can, they're going to
0: track me down. I know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, as for me, Sean, I played a whole bunch of stuff as you can tell from, from my, you know, thing on the dock, um, beyond grounded, I played the NHL 23 EA play trial. For the mm. game, which is out right now so if you want to try out uh the first 10 hours of nhl 23 and you have game pass it's right there um it's more nhl so i mean there's not too much to know about it beyond that like i played you know i i, I created my you know female player for be a pro um which is kind of a new thing this year um and just really enjoyed you know the opening hours of that experience you know playing through the ahl and then drafted to you know a random NHL team. You know my each player, of course, was drafted to the best team of all time, Sean, the Arizona Coyotes. Everyone, everyone. I know loves you don't even mean themselves. that. I thought you
0: were going to say something else. You don't. You you definitely don't mean that. And no, hockey's I back, by that. the way, so that's great. You were playing that game. Hockey is that's back. True. I'm excited. It's,
1: it's perfect timing because yeah, the 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 opening night was last night, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, I know Court was pretty happy with the um the the Golden Knights winning last night. So good old hockey going on He cares about the golden Um, knights what why yeah well he he likes the golden knights and he likes the bruins so there you go um but then beyond nhl 23 i played a ton a ton of overwatch 2 last week yes there were a ton of server problems for the first couple days it was very hard to get in like you would get in queue for overwatch 2 and it's like there are fifty thousand people ahead of you in the queue and you'd leave i would just leave my console on for three hours and it would literally it would actually make its way through the queue and get to you know playing the game but i honestly sean with overwatch 2 i had a blast with the game you like must because that sounds really ter- that
0: sounds like a terrible experience you must really be enjoying the game to go through all that other stuff Well, again yeah,
1: that was only really the first couple days and now when i turn it on it's just i game you're good game. yeah yeah what about this um, mega
0: so- account merging thing that's going on are you good there like i, I i'm hearing stuff ryan
1: so, so the the thing is with that. Number one, you could ahead of time, um, before Overwatch Two came out, um, if you had the game on multiple platforms, you could merge the accounts together yeah. from different platforms. If you had, you know, signed into your Blizzard account with two different accounts, for right. Example. Um, and what you had to do ahead of time is go into Overwatch One, um, just go to the account merging section and then just press, hey, I want to ac- merge my account. So this opportunity is just-
0: gone like you no, no no you, there's oh. a way
1: there's a way to do it in overwatch 2 but i'm just not sure how that process works is okay how i'm getting to it because i since it already fit it, it did it on its own before you know, I just Overwatch heard it wasn't working. For me like I'm not, I'm not to looking
0: work. to how to do it. i What I heard was that it wasn't working for people. Like they, oh, it worked perfectly for me. Okay, I didn't good. have any
1: problems. Like all my skins, um, all my nuts to everybody else. Stuff then then. Stuff? you did
0: it wrong, yeah. probably.
1: <laughs> no, no, I mean, I again, I said it all before Overwatch two came out, and got it. When I, so for, even the first day when there were all the server problems yeah. with Overwatch two, like I didn't have any problem. And I again, I have logged into the game on PC xbox and playstation
0: mm-hmm. so well, just you, to test it because you log crazy. in and they're like this is the ryan turford the weatherman on the moose we gotta, gotta make sure it works for him
1: uh well clearly but uh but yeah so i loved uh, how all that stuff carried over especially too because like the way you earn stuff in overwatch 2 is a lot different from overwatch 1 because as you know in the first game you had loot boxes yeah like that was it was the first game that really had like first popular game anyways that had loot boxes in it so with this one um they're doing a battle pass you know, just like every other free to play game that's out there now. Um, so you have like a fixed set of rewards on the battle pass that you can earn. Um, but you're not really like earning a lot of the skins outside of the battle pass mm-hmm. unless you are like you real world dollars to buy coins to then buy them. Um, which it makes me sad, sad a little bit because we went from, you know, an overwatch one, even though it was a loot box system, you know, you weren't really getting duplicates of, items that you already had like it, it always were, was guaranteed to give you items you didn't have but then it also felt like everyone had different stuff in overwatch one wherever it felt like you could customize a lot more and everyone didn't have you know the same two, one or two skins for each of the characters mm-hmm. whereas the battle pass i feel like Everyone's going to kind of end up with the same cosmetics. And then the people that um, that really are going to stand out with, you know, different skins and stuff are the ones that are have to, you know, pour real world dollars into right. the game. So it, it's it's more of a feel bad when it comes to that. But, you know, those complaints aside, the gameplay is super fun. I love the fact that it's five on five now, whereas, whereas before it was um, six on six. So they basically to, to fix that, um, they removed one of the tank slots from your roster. So you have one tank two damage dealers and two support characters instead of two tanks. Um, because, um, if you have two, uh, players on each team with very large health pools in kind of bogged down games and stuff so i Mm like the flow of the gameplay so much more with Overwatch Two. they also reworked some of the characters that were like just not as fun to play with as for example orisa who is one of the tanks they introduced in in the first overwatch um they completely revamped her toolkit so instead of her relying on this barrier that she'd shoot in front of her that was very weak she has this spear that she can throw at enemies that if you hit them in the knee it like stuns them. Um Or if you hit them in the head, it does like a critical hit and does extra damage. Uh, but then she also can spin like her staff to then reflect the bullets at enemies. So she's like a much more fun character to use um and they did that with a bunch of characters like bastion the guy who used to just be a turret before Mm -hmm. um instead just turns into a tank instead of a turret and just goes around the battlefield as a tank making tank noises um (laughs) so i i I love the way that they reworked the old characters as well as the new characters that they added in overwatch Two, and i've just been having a blast with this game um it's also just really fun too how they've added a Toronto map to Overwatch yes. Two Sean. And it it feels like a Toronto map because it's on like new Queen Street Re- West and it takes place like in the TTC subway and then on the streets with the streetcars and stuff. And I, I love the the love letter they have to that. And as well as New York City, they did one for for New York as well. That's a and is that
0: based on, on the esports? Are they even doing the esports thing anymore? Is that why Toronto? You think like would show up there? Like, because there's nothing else special about Toronto, obviously. <laughs>
1: well, they they wanted to include a <laughs> Canadian map because also oh, okay. one of the new heroes as well um, is is a Canadian as well, and she's the very first you know Canadian hero. That's cool in Overwatch. She's from Toronto, and actually one of the the funniest bits of dialogue I've heard between her and another character because they do that from time to time when. Um, before the matches some of the characters will talk back and forth um and one of the ones was lucio um was in his hockey outfit i guess the person who was playing had like the the hockey outfit for lucio so lucio asked you know the new character about you know what how they felt about hockey um if they liked hockey and they're like oh i'm more of a basketball person and then lucio responds oh so that just means you just don't like the, the the toronto team for hockey and they're just like no comment So you can definitely tell that they're like, of course, the Leafs, the fans are the way they are. And they had to incorporate that a little bit with this character. Nice. Yeah. Overwatch 2, I've been having a blast with that. I've been really enjoying it. Um, And uh, I'll I'll definitely be talking about it probably in the weeks to come, because I feel like this is going to be that game like forces for you, for me, where it's just like, yeah, you know, I've got some moments. I'm going to, you know, hop in and do my three daily matches to get my my battle pass XP and then kind of move on to do other things for the day. And then, last but not least, Sean, your weekly Sims Four update Thank has you. arrived. Finally, finally, finally. Yeah, you've been waiting, chopping yes. up the bit all week to find Tell out more us. about what's happening in the world of The Sims Four. So, Sean, at this point, uh, my character—I told you last week, uh, you know, last time on The Sims Four update—my uh, character was getting married again because uh, I got proposed. Uh, I proposed to you know the the love of my life, or at least I thought so. Oh no! Uh, but what what ends up happening with with this game, Sean, is you know, when um, when my character goes to work, I then have like my, my sim, you know, go to work and I follow them like I actually take control of them while they're at the workplace. Yeah, because um, that, that is one of the, the uh, features in one of the new expansion packs. Yes. Somehow um, so, I knew that. <laughs> right. So what ends up happening is the other players in my household, because, you know, my my fiance was in my <laughs> household um oh, while no. i was at work Uh-oh. um taking care of herself you know just automatically i come home from work one day and she's just flirting it up and kissing <sighs> some other girl in my house oh, and my- i'm just like no 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 this won't stand but you know what and she's like oh well it doesn't mean anything you know i'm sure it's gonna be fine oh, so then i go okay, to work then. the next i go to the work the next day come back they're in bed together oh, so i'm like oh nope, my god, that's it you're out of here. I don't know why the game keeps automatically doing this to me, even though, you know, this character has been devoted to my character every time I've had, you know, player control over this character. But I'm, I'm just like, no, it's over. There. So uh, I uh, my, uh, you know, marriage has been broken off, Sean. Damn. It's officially over. And, uh, and now I'm, you know, a singular bachelor once again, you know, making YouTube videos and, you know, making millions and millions of dollars. OK, um, but my sim did w- win their first Academy Award for a movie role this week because I told you uh, a couple weeks ago they were in this musical um, musical Western and I, my sim ended up winning an award for for best actress you
0: win that. some you so lose you some right i i have i have a question so the breakup happens and you just let this this person well like aren't you a vampire or a werewolf or something like that i'm a werewolf yes did you not but devour mer- they were a mermaid did you not devour this 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 betrayal
1: you don't get to eat people sean it's the sims it's a game for families so you just go <laughs> you just you send them on, Hang on a second
0: a game for families didn't you just say that they were in bed like betr- like there's yeah. a no no, it's not. You can devour them, or at least in your mindset, you like. Did you? They don't let you kill. They don't let you kill other Sims in this. But would you, if the button was there, would you? Would you click murder? If the button was
1: there, I probably would. There it
0: is. That's but all I wanted to that's hear. That's not what I did. That that's thing. right. Yeah. So, it's the thought that counts, you know.
1: Ryan. Everybody knows that. So yeah, we'll see. We'll talk about more. Actually, probably we won't be talking about more of the Sims next week because uh, next week we're starting to get into the big week of games i know i don't know if you know, check the calendar sean you Scorn. know next week is the week is the the start uh the kickoff of four straight weeks of like four That's or five crazy. big profile games every week so yeah probably less sim stock going on here oh. but enough about
0: all this lee says he needs more lee in the chat says i need more ryan turford Uh I want to try, by the way, I um I forgot to mention this while you're talking about Overwatch 2. Maybe the first time I play it is is at Extra Life. I think that could be that could be fun for us to do. We
1: could what what you can actually do with it too is we can do custom games with Overwatch 2. So five on five,
0: just like you do with Ooh, that'd be cool. Classic land party. Yeah, man. Guys, we're gonna get so nerdy, you guys have no idea. Oh my gosh. Uh pretty soon we're gonna have you know someone strapped to the ceiling, like that picture that went around of the like nineties quake land party oh where, yeah um, someone is, like hanging up mm-hmm. and <laughs> the keyboard and mouse and everything yeah yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're yes got to add it to the list kevin add it to the list all right
1: yeah well without further ado sean let's slam the brakes on this conversation it's time for some breaking news and yeah it's not been a busy week in the world of xbox news but we got some stuff to talk about including a new controller color sean i don't know if this is deja vu for you as it is for me but new controller color has been announced. It's the Xbox wireless controller Lunar Shift Special Edition. It's available right now along with the Lunar Shift controller dock so you can charge your controller as well. It's like a shiny chrome kind of color, Sean.
0: I think it's sweet. And, and shout out to everybody who tagged me about this and because everybody knows I love space. So yeah, this is, yeah. I think it looks pretty cool. I'm not sure that I'm in need for any more controllers. So I feel like anytime we announce one of these things, I think I'll just be like, it looks cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Lunar. Yeah. This is the type of controller. Look, I talked about this when we talked about the camo controller, yeah. I think either last week or the yeah. week before, where if, if they had this in design, design labs, labs with the elite, I would consider getting an elite with this Ooh.
0: design because it looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But because they do that with some of the the alternate colors and camos and stuff. Yeah, Um, they bring them to design labs. So um, I would love to see that in design labs with an elite controller when when we get the elite controller support later this year. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. Look out for that. Well, Sean, I know that you're excited to talk about this story, though. The Forza Horizon anniversary update for Forza Horizon 5 is live now. We talked about this on the show about a month ago, but. They hadn't really given us any of the details of what was actually in it so at the time. So much kind of stuff related a little bit. But there's a lot of stuff here. So it features a new Horizon story called Horizon Origins, Midnight Battles, a permanent radio station playing tracks from previous Forza Horizon games, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, but yeah, the update is apparently live right now, although you said you were having trouble getting the update, or it's just not it's not
0: updating yet. for me, like and it ch- keeps saying like it's going live on the thirteenth. So I don't know what to believe. I see people oh. tagging me, like it's updating for them. I think Hopple was in the Discord saying it was 10 gigabytes for them. So I'm excited. I'm trying like I'm I'm actually like hard quitting out of the thing, launching it back up. Like I'm checking for updates, like, no, you got the thing. I'm being obsessive about this, Ryan, as you can imagine, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. But well, again, I only said it's right now because that, like that's what the article that we I know from says, like it's available right now. So it's just and it's from the Forza website, too. So, I mean, you you
0: would expect it's probably correct. I must be but. doing something wrong, man. It's too bad because okay. there's so much here. And I've done everything like I, when I go for the very first time, I think ever since Forza Horizon, maybe ever, ever. Uh, I've done everything in every season, all four seasons. It's all done. I've got all the cars I've maxed out. Like even this, there's a series. I don't know the last time that you looked at Forza. Like I've got all the cars for the series, which is like a whole bunch of points that you need to do. I'm playing Eliminator. I'm playing online. I'm playing every single mode and buying all these different cars and do like I think this game every time I fire it up, I'm like, this is the bar really like when we think mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know how else to really describe but we keep wanting halo to do its thing and we look at playstation and all the great games that are over there like this game is so polished it's ridiculous it's so good i cannot find a crack in it at all and i've been playing it a ton i just i just love it ryan i just love, and i need i need more but the fact that this yeah. game turns 10 i really i really like that and the card these anniversary cards that are coming i kind of wish there was a little bit more if i'm being mm-hmm. totally honest on that but maybe there's still more to come but also, I, I think, Sean, like going back to the conversation we
1: had about a month ago about this, like it, I this update was is way more substantial than I thought that we both thought it was yeah. going to be at the time. Because we like thought, oh, well, maybe they're just going to add like one or two cars and like one little thing to do. And then that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that they're pouring this much into this outside of expansions. And then we know we have we're getting another expansion that's still supposed to be coming out this year. I know. At yes. some point, and they haven't even announced it yet. So. Um, yeah, I think there's going to be lots of good stuff for Forza coming, and I'm glad that they're adding to the game with something like this as well to give something back for, you know, people that are stuck with the series for a while and having like a fun novelty thing. I'm also curious to know what songs are actually on the the radio station playing songs from the other games, too, because there's uh, a lot of good songs from the Forza Horizon series, even going back to the first and
0: second ones. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I'm looking look, again, people are excited to probably check this one out again. I know I'm. I've talked about in the show where, you know, open world racing games just don't do it for me. But I'm glad that this game's getting updated because to your point, Sean, you know, this is the quality, quality to the max with a game like this. And I know that it's, you know, one of those flawless games that's out there and you're not falling um, through the environment like I may have done once or twice in Overwatch oh, 2 this week.
0: No, so. I, I'm i looking at this like there's a the, the way to find out more information, I think, is is probably best going to the Forza Horizon Twitter. And they've got like the next um the next season which is going to be summer and the first weekly challenge is dedicated to i want to say horizon 2 but maybe it is horizon 1 but it was because horizon 1 was the one that was based in the u.s actually so it says welcome to colorado it's got the dodge viper in there like if any if people had been around with this series like there's going to be it's a rare instance where xbox gets to celebrate a little bit of nostalgia so if you played horizon back in the day you're like you're going to be struck with that a little bit and i want to see more of that it's horizon or sorry nostalgia is a bit of a a bit of a drug, man. It's good stuff. I'm, I'm looking at these screenshots. I'm so excited. Holy cow. Nice.
1: Nice. Well, next up, speaking of getting excited, Xbox Cloud Gaming is coming to MetaQuest devices. So they, they when they announced the the MetaQuest 2 is coming uh, during like a meta event yesterday, um, Satya Nadella came on stage and talked about how Word and Excel are coming to VR. But more importantly, <laughs> the Xbox Cloud Gaming streaming service is also coming to VR Um, It'll launch sometime on the MetaQuest store sometime in the future. So they didn't really give a release date for anything like that. Um, But I think this is like interesting news because like I don't know how many people are really going to want to play like like game streaming through a VR headset when it's just like a flat screen and it's not in VR itself. Um, but I'm curious to know what you think about this, Sean.
0: Yeah, I think it speaks to the notion of like, I, I hate even saying the word. It just seems gross to say, but like the whole like the metaverse thing, like us living in a world that isn't our real one. And we're like attached to like virtually. I think that this being a bit of a first mover on that so you can go play games, it's the accessibility of it all as far as like it's there for you, I think is probably one of the biggest things but then also that Game Pass is available on a totally different platform or ecosystem. I think like the case can be made that, you know, for Windows it makes sense cuz it's still Microsoft and all that kind of stuff, but even then to to go from Xbox as a console to to the PC space and try to get something close to parity there I think was a big deal. Now going beyond to Meta, which is not PC, like if you really think about it, it's not a it's not a Microsoft ecosystem. That to me was the biggest Thing that jumped out to me thinking about now it's in meta now it's in samsung tvs i'm sure like lg will be around here somewhere so we're starting to see like the early days of game pass being on things that aren't belonging to xbox or or microsoft on this so <laughs> Makes me wonder about other platforms. We're, we're not really going to cover too much else about the, there is an article that I discovered that it's not coming to PlayStation. That was a thing that possibly could have happened, but PlayStation said no. So it's interesting to see it in meta, but not in PlayStation. And you can start to understand what the attempt is as far as the roadmap goes for Game Pass and cloud gaming.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just getting these games into, you know, new hands and getting, you know, more Game Pass subscribers. I think it's going to help definitely bolster the Game Pass number. Um, it just only is weird to me um because again like i wish they would have done more with the interface because they just showed off the interface it's just you know the pc interface like i I wonder if they could have done more with the interface itself with game pass making it like a a virtual uh application that you use and then the games themselves are on like a big like movie screen in the way that like psvr would display movies to Mm -hmm. you um i think this is a first step to that
0: this must be like the easiest things to port over to vr but yeah like imagine if you went into like a like beauty and the beast the live like the library in beauty and the beast and you can get on your your ladder and then like yeah. go over and pick a game off the shelf i think that would be really neat but yeah it's something a little bit more immersive given that it is vr yeah yeah for sure
1: all right and last news story i wanted to touch on atlas have announced that persona 3 portable and persona 4 golden will arrive on xbox one and series x and s on game pass on january 19th AKA the day before Fire Emblem Engage and then the week before Dead Space Remake. So I quit. I know, I'm i very excited about these games finally coming to Xbox. I'm so excited to replay Persona 3 on a modern console. But man, that's like the worst timing for these games to come out, probably. But it's it's one of those things we'll, we'll get to when we get to them, I guess. Ryan. But what's up, Sean?
0: I know you just said that that was the last story. Oh, what's the last story, Sean? Phil Spencer took a picture of his room. And there's a console in there, Brian, not a dongle, by the way, a little tiny console. I don't know,
1: it looks kind of like a dongle
0: to me, Sean. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a console to me. So, but I think Nagachaka might add a question about that. So I apologize if I jumped the gun a little bit. He did. He did. You were skipping ahead a little bit. In fact,
1: I'll just bring Nagachaka in right now since we're already on the subject, Sean. Uh, He asks, how many Xbox Keystone cloud gaming devices do you play it on by we know it's real because Phil Spencer practically shoved it in our faces. Seriously. Also, how much do you think it's going to cost? So again, usually a lot of times with you know, when we don't have like complete stories that we gen- generally don't tend to talk about about him on the show. But come on, this is he literally had it on his shelf. Yeah, we know it's there. People are have wised up to this now too. We know to look for stuff on Phil Spencer's shelf at
0: mm-hmm. this
1: point. Um, but at the same time, you know Xbox, you know, tweeted something out about this. You know, saying, you know, what did we le- what did we talk about about leaving design prototypes on your shelf? It's a possibility that, you know, it might be forever that this before this game comes before this console comes out, or this might just be a prototype version. And it might not even be what the final version even looks. Yeah. Like. So it might actually be a doggle shot for all. There's of
0: no way it needs hardwired Internet and you need to be able to plug a controller into this thing or or something. It needs a USB. It needs plugins, right? This is a Raspberry Pi. Basically, is all this but, is. Cl- but but Stadia allowed you to, to play games with no
1: either. Sorry, what,
0: what was that? Stadia stadia uh, oh, oh the the platform that doesn't exist anymore that that they're refunding billions of dollars in hardware and software sales and everything yeah yeah keep going to the stadia like the route. shot you're taking at stadia
1: mm-hmm. sean i don't, don't have to take to a shot to- at stadia they already they, they 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 imploded but anyways getting back to noggin question honestly i'm probably not going to buy one of these it would be cool to have one uh but is but like i mean i live in a very tidy apartment so I don't really de- I, I don't really have any use for, you know, the functionality that this probably has, because I know for a lot of people that would want, probably want one. It's either like the the audience would be people that don't have Xboxes or don't want to, you know, make the investment in buying an Xbox itself, but want to have access to the functionality of an Xbox um, or two people who have Xboxes in their houses, but maybe want to stream games from their bedroom TV um, and then not have to bring their Xbox, you know, downstairs upstairs. So I think that, I think that's a good model for a lot of people, but yeah, just, you know, I live in a tiny apartment, so I'm probably not going to buy one of these, but what about you, Sean, since you actually live in a house, you know,
0: with kids. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I think this one is fascinating. And I look where my series S is, which is right next to me in this, in this space. Yeah. I usually use that to stream from, and I wonder, cause like the benefit we, we keep missing this whole benefit of you don't have to download a game or you don't have to like update it. It's, it's just there. I am very curious to see if that's like a practice or functionality that I would benefit from in this space here. Uh, it, it's going to be strange because we think about Game Pass and we think about like downloading the games that that was always the benefit of Game Pass itself over whatever Gaikai stuff that they had over, happening over PlayStation. Like you can download it and run it off main hardware. We're now five or six years later. And so I'm I'm wondering about that. I'm dedicated on this hardlined internet thing. It's got to be it, like I'm not trusting streaming video games to Wi-Fi. That's just me. So I'm glad to see that this is probably some sort of a dongle. Um, but I'm more curious than anything. And yeah, I've got my Series X next to my TV. That it, it cannot replace that. I I don't think. Um, but here, like streaming games from here, it could be could be a little something something.
1: I think so. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, you're right. Like with like, I don't know how much I would trust this over wifi, especially in your household, especially if you use this in your, like your basement or something. Right. Like, probably not the wisest move.
0: I don't think so. Anyway, how much does it cost? Is that what the, the other part of the question? No, we,
1: um, yeah, I guess he was asking how much we would
0: predict it would cost. And I'm going to say, ninety nine dollars wow yes, i feel like i have predicted this somewhere before let me see if i can find my oh, i my think we e3 probably predicted this
1: when this came up before like six months ago. i
0: want to i think it was part of my e3 predictions actually i might i might pop this up and uh we'll see we'll see god all right well while sean
1: does that you know i'm gonna bring in another kind of quick fire question before we get to 149 analyze. us I, d-
0: I predicted 149 usd
1: are you sticking with that yes
0: i'm gonna stick i don't want to be all over the place it comes with some game pass codes as well some with that
1: okay i'm I'm still thinking 99 dollars and then 149 canadian probably is how that work out but all right next question i want to do a quick one before we get to una's question we got skinny matt here who says what will it take for either sean capri or ride to to play sea of these with me in rome new york now here's the thing sean Normally, you know, my answer to this question would always be, heck no, this would never happen. But Skinny Matt has been so good to us with Community Game Nights combined with the fact that it's extra life. It's I just going to be a no to, I am more willing to bend on this instead of just
0: saying no flat out. What do you think? No, I'm No um no i have to continue
1: is it because you want to bury skinny matt is what's going on here
0: yeah we'll get into we'll get into our fundraising competitions uh in the future stay tuned for that people who know you know um no see if there's no there's a tradition at extra life in rome that was started by the late great bobby paul's and it was actually uh skinny matt's son preston goes to bobby and says hey bobby can we play 50 cc in mario kart and bobby just turns around looks at him dead in the eye and goes no and it was amazing. major shuts the door. So I'm continuing on. Absolutely. No Sea of Thieves. Absolutely not. Absolutely well, not.
1: You heard it here first. Gideon Matt. I tried. I'm sorry.
0: Come up with some sort of fundraising but, goal. Maybe then we can talk, but I don't know, man. I don't want to play true. Sea of Thieves. God. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't either. I'm I trying to game. stay awake for 24 hours. You know what I mean? Not fall asleep <laughs> at the, at, on the TV and slobber all over Ryan's yeah. shoulder.
1: Although, Ian, I, I kid about that. You kid about that, Sean, but it might have to end up being in the middle of the night because who the heck knows how long the Magic the Gathering tournament goes for? I might be there for like half the You're day. I'm just
0: gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gone. I'm just playing cards. Fair so enough, I'm sorry. man. You do you. Well, all right. Let's bring Anna Hudak's question in from last week, which we promised we would answer this week, Sean. Oh, yeah. So remember, this was a long question. Oh, yes. Um, Anna asks, so starting on October 4th, six weeks of celebration on Xbox began for these five franchises celebrating major milestones Flight Simulator, Forza Horizon, Age of Empires, Fallout and Dishonored. What are your similar, your favorite memories from any of these franchises or which franchises brings back the most gaming memories? Which and which of these do you enjoy the most? So a lot to unpack here, Sean. Mm -hmm. But honestly, for me, I don't have a lot to say about this. And I'll tell you why, you know, of most of the franchises that are on this list, I'm personally just not super into a lot of them. How dare you? Know, you. F- flight, flight Simulator, for example, is one that, you know, my dad had on floppy disk back in the yep, day. Same. Um, or I would always go over to a friend's house and their like parents would have Flight Simulator. I would try those games and never be into mm-hmm. them. So I don't really have like any good, a lot of good memories playing Flight Simulator. I Even, even the newest Flight Simulator, which I, I admit is a really, you know, high quality game. But I'm the first person to admit that that game's not for me mm. and not something that I'm super into. Um, same with Dishonored, because Dishonored kind of falls into that cap as well. Like, I know a lot of people love the Dishonored series, but I've just never really been into those games. I love the world and the lore of those games, but I just don't like the act of playing yeah. them at all. Um, so that kind of falls into that cap. And then Forza Horizon. I've talked about my stance on Forza Horizon on the show before. Plenty of times you don't need to hear that again. Um so that's that's 3 out of the 5 franchises right there mentioned. I just knocked off this list. But what about you Sean before I get into my my stories
0: about Age of Empires and Fallout? <sighs> Ryan Turford, how dare you? How could you? It's fine. Forza Horizon is one that actually, I think, carries the baton from a game even further back than Forza Horizon, which is um Project Gotham Racing, uh, which is where racing games on consoles really took hold for me. Prior to that, I was playing like Need for Speed on, on PC and, and whatnot. Um, but I've always kind of had this like this, this Forza Horizon kick that I'm on right now has a deep history that I haven't been podcasting for long enough to really have brought people along on this journey. Um, Forza Horizon three is where it was really the breakout for me in this series. And it was the first time that I ever got up early to play a game before work. That was, I've never done that before. It was Forza Horizon three, like based in Australia, just one of the like, totally just taking everything from the first two games, but making it like super fun and looked great and all these things. Um, That's a game I poured so many hours into. Forza Horizon 4 somehow missed it, missed the mark for me. And I'm not sure, I don't want to blame it completely on the location, but I think it might be the location. Mexico is just such a a party place Australia seems like a party place and like you're stopping for tea and biscuits I guess in, in Forts Horizon 4. well you're also just driving through so many fences in, that's, how, that's exactly like, how I like my memory my mind's eye when I think Forza Horizon 4 it's like yeah cobblestone fences and all your various fences and hit rolling hills and not hitting sheep and goat or whatever uh, so yeah. that one definitely stands out Fallout 3 is special to me because it was one of if not the first RPG game that I played where I'm like oh I can can play these games like i had i had watched neighbor matt and people around me play games like final fantasy and all these other very complicated or in my mind very complicated role-playing games and i went through um fallout 3 meticulously and fell in love again location was a huge deal without the premise of it i thought was amazing and being able to then visit washington dc a couple of years later was like man this that that game's experience is really locked in my brain unlike most others where you play a game and you guys know me like i bounced from one game to the next to the next fallout 3 really sticks and then for fallout 4 and actually fallout um oh snap uh fallout 76 like there's a number there that fallout 76 we actually purchased the collectors like the the massive collector's edition with the with the backpack that was wrong at first and the the power power armor helmet i bought that for my wife because we played it together but she kept going with it man she's like platinum that game like twice over somehow um so fallout's actually very special in this in this household i really adore that series and i'd love to go back all the way to the crpg kind of days but fallout 3 is I think you guys have talked about it on the the RPG Cave as well. Fallout Three is oh, yeah. real good. Wait,
1: well, yeah. Likewise, like uh, that's why I'm not going to dive too much into Fallout because honestly, like if you want to hear me talk about Fallout Three and just the, my memories with Fallout a lot, go listen to the RPG Cave episode that Garrett and I, you know, w- did a few weeks ago. Yeah, because I, I think that does a really good job of summarizing how I feel about Fallout because I, I, that like Fallout Three was also a very special game to me as well. And I just remember really, really enjoying that game, and I'll just get to touch on Age of Empires real quick. Like I um you know played you know the first two age of Empires games and really really enjoyed them age of Empires 2 age of kings especially like i sunk so many time so much time into that game because it's a real time strategy game that i you know really enjoyed although it's kind of like third tier um you know real time strategy series for me because I, I i still like prefer command and conquer and you know starcraft slash warcraft 2 yeah um age of Empires. um but i do remember sinking tons of time into age of empires too and having a great time with it um but it's just the newer games i just haven't really get into um and we'll talk about that when we get to a question in just a second i, from I just want to
0: touch section. on age of empires before we move on in that of course. Um, for me it was notable in that it was really the first time at least to my memory that i saw like microsoft studios or microsoft game studios and that it was linked to a game that that was of that quality and like that actually seemed to mean something maybe for the first time i'm sure flight simulator i think is actually the first one but age of Empires is like a big deal especially age of empires 2 just an absolute like leap over the first one i would say and to see microsoft attached to that i thought was kind of kind of interesting because i always knew them as windows and word and excel and suddenly here yeah. they are pushing out this massive game
1: yeah that was around the time too when they were pu- making a push with a lot of New franchises yeah, g- on PC.
0: gaming on Windows was shortly after that, and like, and you have to remember when Age of Empires came out, that space was so crowded. Every game was a real-time strategy game. They put that stuff on everything. You had all the games you mentioned, Total Annihilation, a bunch of other like everything was a real-time yeah. strategy game. So for this one to stand out, it was a big deal, for sure. Well, next up, the Muffin
1: Mon asks: Is there a genre of game you used to like? But as you've gotten older, you found yourself playing less. And actually, again, this is what I was kind of hinting at. Um, I like real time strategy yeah. games a lot, but you know what's franchise? I'm not playing nearly as much as yeah. I used to. It's real time strategy yep. games. But, you know, you know, Sean and I had this conversation actually on an episode of We the Gamer Cast that I was on with Sean where I talked about how I used to actually play, you know, Starcraft Two, you know, professionally and I was in pro league for Starcraft 2 for the longest time it's hard for me to go back and, and get super excited about new real time strategy games now. Um, and I think part of that is just due to how much time I sunk into playing StarCraft 2 or even the original StarCraft before that. Yeah. I mean, when I wasn't, you know, doing the pro thing, um, it just I just wasn't really, you know, super it, it, like I just it's hard for me to get into new real time strategy games now. So it's a game like it's a it's a, a like a, a style of game that I still really like. But I'm just not playing nearly as much as I used to. And I think that's the one that fits this clo the closest to this bill. But Sean, what about yeah, you? Is there a genre?
0: It's hard to compete with that one, man. I guess like fighting games might be a pretty close second. Um like Street Fighter Two, yeah. Mortal Kombat, like all those games back in the day. I mean Clay Fighter, like every again, just like real-time strategy games, I feel like fighting games were just trying to match the success of Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. You had everything was a fighting game back then. Um tekken virtual fighter like played a bunch of those things back in the day and now i guess kind of a for maybe for a similar reason like both require a bunch of time and both require like you have to be very quick um so Mm. i i hate i don't even like saying this i don't even like answering this question because i think it's an admittance to getting old and aging and being maybe too slow for some of these games and whenever i have something that like i realize i have that realization I'm going to dedicate everything I got to getting back into StarCraft, man. I can't let this go to the wayside. that yeah. I want to play it. So there's campaigns, I think, is maybe the best way for me to go about doing that. I think it's the multiplayer competitive nature that is a little tough to get into. But dude, I the, the StarCraft 2 campaigns are just like like something else, like nothing else. Or even Brood War. Yeah. I could go back to the original StarCraft and Brood War expansion.
1: Those are really good, too. But Next up, we got TPR, a.k.a. Taylor, who asks... If Ryan and Sean switch places for 25 minutes, <laughs> what would you both do in that time? I know if I switch places with Ryan, I'd take a peek at his Sims for save. Um, I already I had time to think about this one, Sean, for you. So I'll give you time. To think I got about my me. answer this for me. You know what I would do if I was if I was Sean for Capri for 25 minutes? I'd go to Sean Capri's shelf and open all of the stuff on his shelf and just take all of it out of the box. And then just leave it on the shelf because because, again, I got to make the most out of it because toys are meant to be open, Sean. They're not meant to be kept in the box all the time, even though I've got, you know, toys in the box on my shelf. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean I could excuse you for that, Sean. So,
0: but yeah, what about you? What would you do? I'm stunned. That's not at all what I'm thinking. <laughs> like you come in, you 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 take my mind and my body and you destroy my home like Whoa, 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 whoa. I wouldn't be destroying their home. I'd just be opening the box. That is destroying my home. I would would, would come back (laughs) to, I would take over my body again and go, I've been robbed. I've been like, I feel there's a violation there, Ryan. Oh my, I am. That's true. I love this question, though. This is a great question. What I would do, because something that fascinates me about Ryan is what the heck is going on in that brain of yours. So I would spend the 25 minutes just trying to do as whatever I can to just get those thoughts onto paper. And <laughs> I would have like your source code on the internet <laughs> is what I'm trying oh to God. say. What is going Not the on Ryan different source code. You don't want that out there. Yeah, that's what no I would do. I would write it down, put it in a Google Doc and send it over to me so that I know your deepest darkest i don't even want to know the secrets i want to know like how do you come up with like how do you remember the game of the year that you named in 2012 just off the top of your head how do you come up with these things these storylines for the sims like i want i want to know how this is all happening that's what i would want that's what i would do i would leave all your precious belongings alone but your inner thoughts are the world's to know that's me that's true yeah
1: Whereas I, I don't, I, I feel like I don't need to know the inner thoughts of Sean Capri. I feel like I know, you know. enough about yeah, Sean Capri's inner thoughts already, <laughs> yeah, you put I mean, the you, you kind of wear them on your sleeve at this mm-hmm, point, so mm-hmm. you got no one to blame but yourself. That's why the amiibos get open. And to, to Kevin's point, you know, you'd have so much more space on your shelf is all your amiibos would be free.
0: Now that, that might be, that might be, it might sound invasive. I'll have an alternative answer here too. What I might do if I had 25 minutes um, in Ryan's mind and body, I might just go outside and just see what happens anything but that (laughs) sean see what happens dude
1: (laughs) oh my god all right last question of the week comes to us from blaze knight who asks do you prefer when a game gets frequent updates and dlc without a sequel in sight or only one or two big updates and then a sequel a few years later also sim reveal yes so when you know to answer blaze Knight's question honestly i prefer When a game, it depends on the game, but I would say for most games, I prefer when they just get a sequel rather than getting lots of DLC and updates like I I don't love when a game gets a bunch of, you know, story pass content to then go back to after I've already finished the game um, because it's harder to go back for a lot of those games. Like sometimes I'll go back like I'm excited to do this, the Stranger Paradise DLC when it when it finishes next year. Um, but I'm not going to do that for every game. Mm. Um, so I, pre- I always prefer when a se- when they come out with a sequel instead, even if it's, if I'm waiting longer for it, I think, I think that's kind of, uh, my stance on
0: this, but Sean, what do you think? Can I sit on the fence? I think it depends on the game actually, like for a game yeah. like call of duty. I like that there are sequels, uh, that I can go by, especially with like campaigns and whatnot, but for a game like Forza horizon, like I'm good. They don't need to give me another Forza horizon, especially with these great updates. But I don't know that that necessarily like precludes like another, game coming like another like a forza horizon 6 that's located somewhere else like i guess it just depends on what we even mean by this sometimes the updates can be quite substantial the expansion paths can be substantial enough that they feel sequel enough destiny i think is a great example of this so i don't know i I guess if it's a, a franchise or a game that i love i just want something new and exciting to get to get excited about on a frequent basis i think both check off that box for me it doesn't really matter
1: Like, this is this is the classic Animal Crossing conundrum that Kato used to talk about all the time where she's like, she kind of wishes that they wouldn't they don't need to necessarily do a sequel to Animal Crossing. And it could just be a live service game that they keep updating everything.
0: As soon as you have like the the, the bones of it, like the functionality and the quality of life stuff kind of sorted out, then more content like you don't need to. I feel like that's kind of where we're at with sequels now is you're looking for updates on that front more than anything. Everything else seems to be like prettier, shinier, more content um yeah so a game like sports games oh. give me just give me updates on sports games i don't want to like sequels for that are unnecessary
1: mm-hmm. for sure
0: well, anyway, Sean, we got to go. But before we go, Sean plugs, you can find me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean, like Connery Capri, like the pants. I'm doing a little dance to say, like, we're got to go. But more importantly than going to my Twitter, that doesn't matter that like I'm it's nonsense over there. Extra dash life. Wait, sorry. Yeah. Extra dash life dot org slash participant slash save the carpool trophy. Links are in the show notes. Donate every ten dollars to get you in to win game pass. I didn't mention, but also you can be added to my Nintendo Switch online plus expansion pack family for a year You're opening up. Again. Yes, we're opening it again. We're doing it again. <laughs> Or the number one prize, of course, that $200 God of War Ragnarok collector's edition, courtesy the trophy room. Let's do it for miles. Let's get it done, you guys. It's going to be amazing. Extra life is what I really want to make sure people focus on this week.
1: Very nice, my friend. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford. You can find us on Twitter at Carpool Gaming on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming and on podcast services around the globe. So for Sean Capri, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been episode 261 of the Xbox Drive and we
0: out. I was just thinking the other day when Ryan does his thing, he never really takes a deep enough breath. And you think that he just knows that I'm going to be going on for a long time. He would just take a deep enough breath that he could keep up for longer than like three and a half seconds. Like, Ryan, you're way better than that. Come on, man. Put it back into it. Let's go. See you guys next week. Bye, Bob. The Xbox Drive is fueled by patrons at patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. And I want to thank the nearly 90 patrons from the bottom of my heart for supporting us each and every month especially our ultimate producers, Robbie Bobby Miller, Tony Baker from Quest for Pixels. You can subscribe to them at YouTube.com slash Quest for Pixels. Dallas Ford, the co-host of The Blame Game. You can support those guys on YouTube. The link is in the show notes. Let's get these guys to 100 subs. Emily O'Kelly, Trucker Sloth, Jonathan Brown, and the new EP from PME is called Gems and is available on Spotify and Apple Music. Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, and all the links are in the show notes. Please support these ultimate producers. Platinum Producers, Marcus McCracken, RJ Kern, and Skinny Matt, and our Gold Members, Anna, Cecily Carrozza, Dallas Robbins, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, and The Snack Network. If you'd like to support Carpool Gaming, go to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming and choose the tier that's right for you.